Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. We coming with those political correct answers now at the podium. You know those those times sitting there, you gotta say the right I, thing. I call, gotta, it, I call it the Peyton Manning answer. The Peyton because everything is always right. Right. What? Lexi Brown, <laughs> best shooter in the WNBA. I'm saying it right now. DK Metcalf. I wanna say best wide receiver, but we got Justin, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> 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 hey no, before what, what is that? Gritty, what you mean? What's the gritty? What? Is that what? Uh, and he's so uncultured. Throw your bees. What's the bees? Hey, that, no, like, I don't hate it for him. Throw your bees. Should I hit it for him? No, I don't hate it for him. I don't hate it for him. Don't hate it for him. Let him Google. Let him Google. I bet. bet. Oh, that's what he, he um, need to do. Cousins. Oh, cousins, huh? cousins. That's his. That's his uh, touchdown dance. Man, that. Yeah, that's what cousins. He do it. Disrespectful. Yeah, Kirk Cousins. That's okay. Kirk Cousins. That's, okay. Kirk okay. cousins. We're gonna make sure you I know what the gritty is, man. Okay, okay, I know okay, what the okay. gritty is. What? My bad, Stephen A. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we had to fight to get a meal. Yeah. Wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Despite the skills, fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past bag, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah. And my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why. I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. Quick question. You guys are current athletes. Some of the best at your craft. Do you eat healthy? I don't eat healthy, but I don't eat McDonald's. Okay. You know, okay. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong. You don't eat McDonald's. Do you eat healthy? I don't eat healthy. You eat McDonald's? For breakfast. Let's <laughs> go. Give me some. Bro, <laughs> That's all we need to Like E.T. Bro. Lex, Lex, talk to me. Um, I need you. I try to eat as healthy as possible. As try? I try because I don't cook. So okay, you don't cook, neither do I. Um, it's hard to eat healthy like on the move. Right? I don't eat McDonald's, but what? I like Chick-fil-A. Who? Yes, Chick-fil-A is my spot. even Sunday. <laughs> one day to We play on Sundays. Sunday's my healthy day then. Okay. Okay, I'm one for two. One for two. Bruh, he says he tried to eat healthy. You tripping. How you, what you eat at McDonald's for breakfast? Yeah. I wake up late. So. What that mean? It's right there by Bro, the Bro, you facility. got about two more years to eat McDonald's and then your metabolism I don't eat change. it like that, though. What, so what but does I that mean it. you don't eat it like that? We <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> so at the facility four days a week. Yeah. Got to go there early four days a week. Yeah. So you got. Four so, out of seven. So why you, why do you have to eat McDonald's when you go to the facility? And they can make you omelets. I know chef there got the waffles and all of that, the protein waffles. Well, you know, COVID messed that messed that up. So we got to order it on the app by by a certain time the oh, night wow. before. But I'm playing a video game. What was the biggest difference between? <laughs> I, I like that, but you know, I didn't even think about that. What was the biggest difference between your rookie year, no COVID, and now this year? 
with COVID, COVID-19. And, and this is your second year, too. Third. This is your third year. Third. So what was the difference between, like, I talk about this bubble. You were in the bubble at IMG Academy. And you guys, obviously, everything just changed, but you still were on campus, kind of. I would say the fans pretty much the biggest difference, especially in Seattle. Uh, my first year, it was crazy just running out the tunnel, everybody yelling, Marshawn there, they throwing Skittles on the field. So <laughs> all of that was just, you know, crazy to me. But this year, like going to Miami, having fans there, and then the other 15 games, ain't no fans. It's like you got to find your own your own motive. You got to find your own, your own uh, you know, will or why you play the game. And yeah. It was hard at sometimes. Sometimes it was boring out there because you ain't got no juice. But really? um, you know, that was pretty much the only difference. I mean, you still trying to beat the man in front of you. Still trying to, you know. Yeah, no, that was interesting off. to me to see them boys out there, Ocho, like with no fans and still find that juice. You know, I think. I mean, for me, usually when you're playing and you're in the zone, you really can't hear the fans as much as you That's think right. you That's can right. when there's so many That's fans. True. So my way as far as motivating myself, was always the banter back and forth, whatever, whoever the competition is in front of me. I mean, what did you use to get you going? You said you have to find a way. So what did you do? For me, I had to talk trash because I couldn't hear the fans anyway because I was already in the zone mentally. Me, um, I kind of just thought about it. I always was doubted my whole, my whole career. Mm. So me just going into the game, it's like, all right, I got to prove all of these doubters wrong. You know what I'm saying? I got I to gotta prove all of these haters Mm-hmm. The saying, you know, I, I'm not able to do this. I'm not able to do that. Man, I'm about to go out here and just, you know, put up put up these numbers on whoever, on whatever setting. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I mean, the, the fans definitely affected me. Uh, me coming from LSU, <laughs> that, that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Just just going from that to, to zero fans. Uh, I mean, that was why we really went one and five. So you got, a, you got an internal chip in you anyway, just 100%. based on what all the people said you couldn't do. 100%. It was, it was different, wasn't it? It was different they for them. They were in the bubble. We had a bubble. Y'all were in the bubble. Not yeah. only were you in the bubble, they had all the, the social injustice stuff going on as well. Did that, that didn't, did it affect Oh, that's me? big, yes. Um, yeah. Well, the bubble in general, like the WNBA, did, they did a really good job setting that up for us mm. and they had to do it really fast because, you know, COVID started in March and then our season was supposed to start in May. So our season got postponed. Rightfully so. So they could set up the bubble situation. Um, the no fans, you know, that didn't really bother me as much as I thought. Because with, you know, women's basketball, we're always, like, energized, like, on the bench with each mm-hmm. other. Like, that's something they preached us in college, like, since day one. Like, you got to talk. You got to do all that. Why so, is that? I don't know. It's just something that they focus a lot on. And I wasn't a huge communicator in high school. So when I got to college, you know, I had to kind of grow into that type of communicator. Um the hardest part about the bubble, though, was just seeing everybody all the time. Like, we were in the same hotel. We were in the apartments. The refs were at the hotel. The coaches, some of the GMs were, like, everyone was just, you were in everybody's face all the time. So, like, you would wake up for breakfast and see the ref that, like, fouled you out the game <laughs> like, in the lobby. Or you would see them. I would see refs in the, there's a pool. They was outside drinking, dancing, listening to music, (laughs) playing ping pong, drunk. I'm just like, this is weird. So I just stayed in my room a lot. Um, And I also was dealing with a concussion. So um, I was in the bubble concussed, you know, dealing with that. But the social injustice part, like that was amazing. The WNBA basically gave us the the reins to do, you know, what we wanted. Um, There's only 144 of us. So it was very easy to come together and, you know, have ideas. Um, start initiatives, 
make things that were important to us, important to, you know, the whole league, um, putting Breonna Taylor's name on our jerseys, you know, shout out to Angel McCautry. That was her idea um, from day one. Um, but that day that the Bucks was it, when they decided yep, to sit out, yeah. um, you know, we followed their lead and we kind of all realized how much everything that was going on was weighing on us, you know. So the next day, we kind of just took a day of reflection. We, you know, canceled practices. We had, you know, a, a candlelight vigil that night, you know, with everybody that was in the bubble. So so how did y'all make the decision to go play? Because I know the WNBA and the NBA, <clears throat> there was a lot of pressure. I felt like there was a lot of pressure from everybody on the outside as far as, like, should we protest and not play and keep the conversation going? So I couldn't imagine as a, you know, I'm retired player, retired player, but if I was current, I only imagine that there was a lot of pressure on you guys to play or not to play. Absolutely. Because that know, was before NFL. The Bucks so. did that. Like, they kind of just were like, we're doing it. And they just did it. The thing that I love about our league is we do everything together. So we were the second game of the night. So Atlanta and I want to say L.A. were already at the arena. Um and we walked in, like, we had no idea what was going on. We were all texting each other. Like, I had a friend on Atlanta. I'm like, are you guys playing? Are you guys going to play? And she's like, girl, I don't know. Like, you guys need to hurry up and come. Like, yeah. we need to all, you know, talk about this. So yeah. it was us. Um, oh, no, it was Washington. Atlanta was playing. And they were the ones who came in with the bullet holes in their shirts and it's everything. That was powerful. Yeah. So it was Washington and Atlanta and then us in L.A. So all four of us. All of the, all of us were at center court just discussing like yeah. what we wanted to do as a league. And when you think about the WNBA, you think about women, you guys been leading this conversation around equality. You know, so now second year in the league, first year in the league, and you think about this movement, <clears throat> what has movement been here? Do you guys keep up with the WNBA and what they're fighting for and what's going on around their league? As far as like equal pay, equality, are you guys in tune with that? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I definitely, I mean, since since Ben, I mean, we've been talked about, you know, just different conversations about, you know, WNBA not getting nearly as much as they really should be getting. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, that's that sucks. You know what I'm saying? I, I pretty much that's tough to deal with. I, yeah. I I couldn't imagine, you know, dealing with that and. You know, just just dealing with the stuff that they go through. So yeah. that's that's definitely tough on their part. You know, the funny thing about it is really not just the NBA, it's just women in general. You know, having opportunities and doing the same amount of work, putting the same amount of hours that the males do, and not being, you know, um, given the same equal pay. That's right. Soccer, United States women's national team. Okay, but we had we talked about this in our first season, and Channing said he was. On the other end of the spectrum, Channing Crowder's like, it's about revenue. So how, Lexi, how do you explain that, right? Because there's, you know, you guys are fighting for equality, uh, equal pay. And then you got other people on the other side. It's like, well, are there any fans in the stands? And what about the TV, right? So what's, what's, your, what's your thought process around that in that conversation? I mean, I understand basic economics. I understand you can't pay the players unless the league is making money and we're not a league that makes money. So I get that. And I don't like when people speak to us, like we don't understand like mm. the basics of that. We just want an opportunity to be seen and we don't get those opportunities. We don't have the corporations that want to, you know, sponsor us and partner with us. We don't have, you know, 
female like products like I think female athletes are some of the best people to you know promote like mm-hmm. deodorants and sports bras yeah. and like tampons like little like just things like that like Glossier they did a deal with us when we were in the bubble so we were able to make like you know get ready with me videos skincare yeah. videos you know that's right up my alley I loved it it was I think 10 of us first beauty partner of the WNBA and WNBA has been around for over 20 years wow. and th- I didn't know that and um, I know we're a society of you know followers I think we just need just companies just kind of stand up and be like you know what? we're going to try this WNBA thing and I think more companies and brands will follow but we need that they put us all over TV this summer or during our season right. and our viewership went so up yeah. and every other league their viewership went down I know the numbers aren't as comparable but we still went up yeah. like we could have went down too but we went up so we just need to be seen. We need to be visible. And I think we, as players, have taken it upon ourselves to be visible, like on social media. I think we're probably the most outspoken and accessible players, professional athletes. And we've done that because we just feel like we need to make ourselves seen. So I think once, you know, the people with the money decide that they want to invest in women and women in sports, then, you know, we're not going to see that change. So let me throw you on the spot, DK. Do you think that it should be our responsibility as male athletes to support our female athletes? Yeah, in my opinion, because we all athletes at the end of the day. And I did an Emmett Till piece earlier, and I said, once we all take off this jersey, we normal people. But mm. when we put a jersey on, then we all athletes, and that's how people view us in the world mm. as dumb athletes at the end of the day. So, yeah, we got to just come together. And, you know, like like you said, the NBA is one unit. WNBA is one unit. Once the NFL picks that up and everybody else around the league and uh, and every other professional sport picks it up that we're all athletes and you know we can come together, then you know, powerful things are gonna happen. And it's it's a little it's a little sketchy and a little it's it's hard to do it as NFL players with it being fifty three people on the roster. Right. And understanding not having as much control as w, WNBA players have control. Yep. The NBA players, you know they definitely got control. They yep. run the goddamn show. But for, I think for the NFL players, it's a little harder being able to do it as a whole because certain people are going to be on the fence, you know? And getting everybody to buy in on whatever the cause may be at hand, especially, obviously, the social injustice issues, it's, it's difficult, especially with the owners. Yeah. Because the owners ain't really like yeah. that. Right. They're going to follow the wave that's going on. Yeah. But they ain't really how they feeling. Yeah. Be- before, we, before we shift, because that's a good point, but before we shift... Did you guys feel pressure? So Colin Kaepernick took his first knee in 2016. And when he did that, right away, there was, as you guys know, well, I don't know because it's the bubble, right? This is your rookie year, and I don't know how that was. What You guys were doing things virtually. But 2016, they immediately threw cameras in our face. And it's like, where do you stand? What's going on? And we weren't together. Hulu is coming in hot this month with new shows, new movies, and all new seasons of your faves. Don't miss FX's Clipped, the story of one NBA team's racial reckoning, starring Lawrence Fishburne. Stream a new season of Shorzy, the underdog hockey comedy that might just knock your teeth out. Then catch the high-speed drama Ferrari, starring Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. Kick your streaming into high gear this month with so much new stuff to watch on Hulu. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. 
So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car... Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. You know, and I don't know if the NFL is together now, but it was, what are you going to do? Are you going to kneel? Are you going to put up your fist? And I just thought about the pressure that we had in 2016. Did you guys feel the weight of the world on y'all's shoulders going into this year? I'll speak on what Chad said about uh, there's different people, you know, different sides of the fence mainly for the money part. Because, mm. like, you got 53 people on the roster. The bottom half don't make what the top half make. The so, top half can get away with exactly. it. Exactly. So mm. everybody, that was a big discussion, uh, you know, over the summer while we were doing our meetings, like, let's just sit out a year. I'm a Ooh. rookie. I can't afford to sit out a year. I need that <laughs> bread. Yeah. I need to go, go out there and make my money. So, you know, that was, that was really just one main thing that was, that was going on and one main discussion when you got our starting left tackle making, you know, 20 mil just to suit up, then, you know, it's a different story for him. Right. Yeah. So I believe the money aspect um, is why we're so divided um, as a team and as a league because, you know, the owners make money. The top five, pl- ten players on the team make money. But, you know, what about the other 43? What about the practice squad? That's why, we, that's why we're so divided. That's a great point right there. I, I agree, totally agree with that. Um, it's kind of It's kind of hard to really – really be together just like y'all said in NFL there's so many people so many different scenarios so many different like cases I mean like some person might not be going through the same thing I'm going through or he might not feel the same way I feel so it's kind of it's kind of divided you know what I'm saying and I mean a lot of people see what Cap went through like a lot of people don't want to go through that either you know what I'm saying like them owners got a lot of power, <laughs> so they'll take you out real quick. So I mean, like, especially me, I, I'm a rookie, so I, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do what I got to do, play football, make my money, and you know what I'm saying? That's just, that's just so, the way it was. So it's interesting that you said that because I, I thought about that in 2016, you know, and <clears throat> mom, dad, brothers and sisters, nieces and nephews. I don't know y'all situations, y'all family dynamics. But do you think that, I mean, did you guys go through a process where you had to think about, you know, play, not play, and you had your family in the back of your head? You know what I mean? Like, you guys made it. And I don't know your situation, but I just remember thinking about, like, man, all right, if I take a knee, if I, you know, put up my fist or whatever, if I protest, could I lose X, Y, and Z? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, my situation, my family was was blessed enough to to have, you know, a financial, you know, a good financial, you know, 
money, job, you know what I'm saying? We was good. So y'all was, was right. set. The money wasn't really a big thing for me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I just love playing football. I love being a part of a, a team, an organization, and just, you know, just playing playing a, a sport that I, I've been playing for, for years. So, I mean, the money wasn't a big part of part of me. It was just more of the the love of the game, uh, just me being around, you know, with my two other brothers. So, you know, all of that just brings back memories for for me just playing football. Yeah, I I actually think when 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 that was that when the discussion was happening, really with you guys, it, it, it was 2016. It was the NFL player, and I feel like the weight of the world was on our shoulders. NBA season then followed. And it was like, all right, what they going to do? They wore a shirt and then they moved on. I mean, they, they did some things behind the scene. Now that flipped. Now George, George Floyd. Now Breonna Taylor. All these things. Now who's on the, who's on the uh, forefront of this conversation and this movement? The NBA player. The WNBA player. And, uh, um, you know, I feel like you guys did the right thing. If you guys wouldn't have played, I don't think the conversation would have been as powerful. You know, but... When you turned on the, the the television and you saw the WNBA players and the NBA players, you know, right after the game, like, oh, first I want to address this. It just kept that conversation going over and over again. And I thought the the you know the the analysts, the commentators, did a good job as well, keeping the conversation going. Mitch, what's good, baby? How you doing, bro? How's Grandma doing? She good? Hanging in there, you know. I like it. Have a good workout today. Thank you, bro. All right. Hello, Sophie. How are you doing? Good. How are you? How's your goldfish? It's very good. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Thank you. Jared, what's good, baby? Morning. How's everything? You good? Yes, sir. You good, good to see you. How's the girlfriend? What you want to know about? I like that. I like that. I like you. <laughs> Have a good one. Have a good workout. <laughs> good morning. Thank you for calling House Athlete. This is Ocho speaking. Thank you. I will connect you to Brandon Marshall. One minute. But I gotta shift gears now. I appreciate the insight I there. I wanna know what y'all spend your money on, baby. Right, right, right. And it's gonna be an interesting conversation. We might get back into this, right? Because money. we got WNBA player, and we we fighting for equality, and we fighting for <laughs> equal money. pay. So let's start over here before we even get here, because it's gonna get spicy. So, you gonna make me go after them? No, I don't even go. Yeah, yo, you wanna go you first? Wanna go you go first, first ladies first. I just feel it. I'll just. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be a build up. That's first round. All right, what yeah. you do with your first check? Well, tell us. <laughs> you, you okay to tell like the difference in between, like big difference between uh, NFL check, NBA check, WNBA check? Were you able to go buy a car? Were you able to go purchase a, a home? Were you able to invest in a nutritionist, a, a, a strength and conditioning? Boy, stop. Oh. Yes, bro. He, I, you would still be playing if you invested man. in the. That's um, a scam, man. So no to all of those things. Not a car? I had a car already from my parents. Mm -hmm. I actually wrecked it last year. And I can buy a new one right now if I wanted to, but I don't want to because I'm not going anywhere. And like, I would rather just save my money right now. Um, also, I say that because I don't really have a permanent home because of WNBA and then overseas just going back to back. Mm. So I don't really need to buy a house or an apartment or anything because I would never be in it. And you guys make more money overseas. Correct. Wow. Why is that? Why, why do you go overseas and make more money? I mean, is that, you know, like to Channing Crowder's thing, is there more fans in the stands no. over there? Well, some teams there are, but the teams I played for, we, there were like three people in the stands. 
just the owners have more money and they're like just a little bit more invested in sports, women's sports. Because they don't have universities. They don't have uh, college sports in Europe. Yeah. So basically every professional team you play on is like an academy. Mm. So like I had like some like 16 and 17 year old teammates because like they kind of just like groom these players Mm -hmm. to go play in the professional leagues. And then if they want to go to college, they'll come here. But, you know, a lot of European players, like they don't survive in college over here because they're just so used to kind of just doing what they want. I had a teammate my first year at Duke who was from Spain and she, oh my gosh, she hated it. She hated being told what to do. She hated going to class. She's like, I just came here to play basketball. I just want to play basketball. (laughs) We're like, well, you're in college, baby. So you got to go to class. But she ended up leaving. She went back to Spain um, to go back and be a pro. So yeah, a lot of my first, so this is about to be my fourth season. I played. Going into your contract year. Going into my about contract year. About to get the bag. So you ain't, did you buy anything on your first contract, your rookie contract? I bought like uh, some nice like Gucci sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, that I like was it. like my first purchase. I don't buy like a lot of stuff. I like, I like purses and shoes. Like that's my thing. Um, I actually got these sandals, but I got these when I was in Europe. So... Yeah. The thing's a little bit cheaper over there. Did you get a Chanel bag? That's a I staple for a all women. Bag. There we go. And a, and a beanie and a scarf. Okay, and okay, okay. I'm an accessories. <laughs> we know what you bought. We see it. Why DK? Why you getting yeah. DK? <laughs> all right, we go because we gotta go with the rookie first. We know right, you. We I'll know you, you rookie of the year. We know I'll all take of that, bro. It. I'll take it. First, first big purchase is the house. Mm. Uh, I got you? a townhouse in yeah, in, in Minnesota for Minnesota facility. So. You know, easy access from the snow. Okay. So I bought a, a car, uh, an AMG Mercedes GT63. And hey, I, I got hey, some jewelry. Hey, Chan, y'all ready for this? Y'all ready? Rookie, signing bonus. <laughs> Seven mil. Oh! Disgusting. Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> rookie, <laughs> rookie. What school you go to, rookie? I ain't going to talk about all that. Ooh! Ooh, rookie, you got the... Uh, Song. Can we get the fight song, bro? What's the LSU fight What's song? What's the LSU fight song? Oh. <laughs> no, but you don't remember, you don't miss them days, man. I'm sorry to cut you off, but you know, hey, that's that that's the locker room. I don't know if y'all I don't know how y'all did it virtually this year, but man, that rookie wave came in, those new rookies. You know they got lucky? They, they got lucky. They didn't have to do uh not the hazing. They didn't have to go through the hazing. They didn't yeah. have to buy rookie dinner. Remember rookie dinner? Rookie dinner, you had to do rookie you dinner virtually? Rookie dinner? You had to do? Well you can't because everything was closed. <laughs> yeah. DK? First purchase with your check. First big purchase. I got a, a car. What kind? AMG GT. <laughs> <laughs> Mercedes. Okay. What's that little Jeep? I always see you driving. You got a Jeep too. Is that a? You got two cars? Cause I, I always I follow you, a and Jeep? I see you driving in something, and it look like a, like a Wrangler or something. You got two cars? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's marketing money. That's, <laughs> okay. that's, market, that's a marketing car. Yeah. That's a marketing car, yeah. yeah. Wait, you're in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You're in Minnesota? I'm just, okay. Just. What you trying to say? <laughs> no, I'm just, you married? I'm not no? married. Who is your, your... I'm 21 years old. I'm 21, okay, okay, okay. I mean, age ain't nothing today. Who's your <laughs> cell phone provider? Uh, AT&T. Who you with? Verizon. Is that compatible? I'm not sure. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> That's the second time you've done it. No, no, I'm, I'm just, listen, I'm just, yeah. 
My bad. No, but for, I mean, that's a good question, though. As a female athlete, you got dudes sliding in your DMs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Talk to us Some about that. Like, man, what's it doing? Like, people want to know. People want to know. Like, how do you... I ignore how, them. Everybody? Almost. What about the potential? There's always potential. There's always, oh, my God, he's cute. Uh, how do you know who to go for? I don't. Nobody? I mean, we're Men human. disgust me sometimes. Yeah, explain. Like, completely. Somebody in the past <laughs> messed up. What's his name? Tell us what happened. No, no, no. <laughs> you gotta get it all that. No. But, no, I mean, as a, as a female athlete, I talk to, like, my, my homegirls and stuff about this all the time. So, like, you see, like, the guys, like, out with, like, a random mm. girl. Like, she might be beautiful, but, like, she might not have, no, she might not have a job mm. or she, like, might not have a car or something, but, like, she's beautiful. No one cares. Yeah. Like... If you, someone sees me out with a guy, he might be really handsome. But if like he has no job, like if he's just fine, but he has no job, he has no car, people be like, Lexi, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you with him? That's just like the the hard part about it because you know you don't want to be the woman that's like with the the bum. Right. But if he's a nice person, like that's amazing. But like people are gonna be like, why is she with a bum? Right. But do you do do you guys get that where do, like dudes trying to be with y'all because of who y'all are and, and y'all. Y'all fame and y'all platform? Well, for me, like when people look at me, like they don't assume that I'm an athlete, like nine times out of 10. And 90% of my interactions with men, like in real life, like I uh, don't even mention that I'm a professional athlete. And then eventually, like they'll, they'll figure it out and then things get like weird, weird. after that. I don't, I don't mean to be in your business, but I'm thinking um, <laughs> WNBA player. And I'm sure there are other NBA players that might find interest in wanting to get to know you or go on dates. Is that like, uh, do you stay away from them or, or how does that work? No, I, I mean, I, my preference is athletes because I think they understand my lifestyle and my mentality. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, ball, it has been life for like a long time. I'm kind of like segueing out of that, but it's still like super important to me. Um, but yeah, I've always been someone that felt like I would probably end up with an athlete and then I just look at my parents marriage and it's like perfect and so amazing. I did that purposely to lead into my next question <laughs> if you had a favorite NBA player to go on a date with who would it be uh, it's okay they're not going to see this we're going to edit this out <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious um why do I have to do I really have to yeah, answer please, that please please just you can say it I can say it for you I already know who it is who is it Kyrie Ugh. No. oh <laughs> Why would you say Kyrie? Why you say, ugh? Do you see what he's doing right now? That's, what, what is he doing? He's just being a menace. Yeah. But look what else he's done. Look at the good side. He's trying to... Well, no, that's because, I mean, so Ocho on her show, Ocho is the one, he's he's uh, player friendly, and, you know, he always says, don't give it. Yeah, I don't... I, I love everybody, and if something doesn't sit well with her about a certain person that's not here to defend themselves, I'd yeah. rather not go that route. Okay. You feel me? Okay, but I'm still waiting for your crush. I don't have a no. I can see it in your eyes. No. So it's not okay. All right, all right, here we go. Shifting gears real quick. Bro, what the hell happened in Seattle? How y'all go from let Russell cook and MVP to DK best? I'm on the damn show talking about DK Metcalf, best wide receiver in the league. How we go from that to the last, what, six games? like Last five. I think it was the last five. Last five. I picked you guys, and in, 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 in before the season started, I said, represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, 
Seattle Seahawks representing the AFC in the Super Bowl, Pittsburgh Steelers. You guys come out hot. I also picked Russell Wilson to be the MVP. Steelers come out hot. What? 11-0. What happened to the Seattle Seahawks, bro? Um, I guess teams just started to figure us out. Yeah. Um, we've been running deep past ever since Pete got there. It's play action. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, go deep. Teams just said, we just, we just not going to let y'all go deep. So Start taking that away, playing yeah. cover two. You watch film? Yeah. You saw the Big film? Time. No, I haven't seen the film. I watch film on them individually. Who 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 you like? Who you taking? You the GM? Who you taking? DK or JJ? I I can, I can take both. No, you only got one. Why would you do that? What you mean? You, what you <laughs> bro? You get one first round pick. What you talking about? But I'm saying I'm a GM, and obviously they didn't come out the same year. Are they coming out in the same year? Yeah, they coming out the same year. So why are we talking hypotheticals, right? What bro, you why mean? Because they right this here is, in my face. This I am athlete. <laughs> who you got? You get. How would you do that? I'm doing it. Both are extremely good at what they do, No, right? bro, who Let me you tell taking? you, I've been studying these dudes. I don't know. You don't know? No, because, I mean, they both, both, regardless of what you do, whoever you take, I mean, they can, they can do anything. Inside, slot, outside, it, it don't matter. So yeah. it just, it's based on preference, and I like both of them, so why do I have to answer that? You think you're the best wide receiver in the league? Yeah. You think you're the best wide receiver in the league? Let me ask you a question. Since y'all think y'all the best, right? You lined up and I gave you 10 routes and I played man-to-man. You think you can get open 10 times? I'm saying 9 out of 10 because the quarterback going to f*** up. One time. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm not even smiling. I'm like, I'm not even playing. You ain't got to smile to be serious, though, with me. <laughs> so listen, I give you 10 rounds. Don't even ask you me. Think... Don't even ask me so that. So y'all niggas ain't going to You will see 10 a.m. Friday. Ooh. No, no seriously. Hey, think about this, though. I know all the tricks of the trade. I've studied you since college. I know all your moves. I watched all your footage. I have all your. I have a breakdown of all your routes. I'm glad Every you do. Every ball you caught on my phone. I'm glad you that do. That I studied on the, listen to me, on the way from Tampa. <laughs> I know all your moves, lateral, coming to balance, what you do. I know you're hezzy. That shit ain't gonna work. So how are you gonna get open? I'm just asking. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you better than I can tell you. And you really think, because you got all the muscles, that shit gonna work? Yeah. Huh? You scared of the muscles. Scared of what? The muscles. I'm just as strong as you. <laughs> well, you put on Twitter a week ago, you already trying to be like me, so it's straight. <laughs> what do you say on that? <laughs> Hey, talk to Chad since he came <laughs> to Seattle last week, yeah. last year. Yeah. 49ers game. Yeah. Ain't yeah. hey, talked to him in a year. Next thing, Chad posts me on uh post a workout video on yeah. Twitter talking about DK, am I there yet? Nah. <laughs> nah. So <laughs> this, this is the only reason. You gotta think, when I played, I played at 170. How much you weigh? Uh, 195. Yeah, I played at 175, maybe 180. So right now, I'm like 205, so I'm feeling like I'm like, I put DK Ocho. Yeah. So, and he coming back to about more like my little bro. What? How much you weigh? It's only one of me, bro. I'm just saying. It's only, how much you weigh? Right now. Yeah. Or when I was playing. No, right now. I'm about 235. Yeah, so you ain't, ain't no way you, he too big to get open on me. Yeah. Yeah, he too big. Ooh. Oh. All, all, right, all right, all right, all right. We ain't talk about this all show. We know who your daddy is, too. No. Mm-hmm. Mr. D. Brown. What'd he do? What did he do? How tall is your dad? He might be like six two and a half. Six two and a half. Jumping out the gym. Jumping out the gym. All right, come on. Give me top three shooters in the WNBA in order, and then give me the GOAT. Okay, shooters, me, two, Allie Quigley. Ooh, so, hold on. You, number one? Yeah. 
supposed to go I witnessed one. it, though. I, at Duke, when the Giants, we used to go every year. Eli used to take us, and we would play knockout. She beat everybody. I saw her hit 23s in a row. Yak it, yak it, But go ahead. Me, Allie Quigley, um, Kayla McBride. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, she plays for Vegas. Ooh. Okay, give me the GOAT, WNBA. Go. Diana Taurasi. Why? That's my GOAT. Which is weird to say because she's still playing. So she's going to be like, you call me your GOAT, Lex? And then bust my ass. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, just her attitude is just like, she's just different. She's different. I played in Larry Fitzgerald's um, softball tournament. And she was out there teaching me how to catch the fly ball. <laughs> she was like, she's, she's, and an athlete, you talk about just game. a champion. She don't talk, no, no, she freak talks all the time. Talker, okay. You don't see that a lot in the women's game. Like, I don't say anything on the court. MJ LeBron. MJ. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I love Bron. Don't get me wrong. MJ LeBron. MJ. Kobe. Okay. okay. I like it. Okay. Like okay. It. okay. Okay. MJ LeBron. LeBron. Huh? LeBron. It's generation. Bron generation. Bron. It, de- it depends. Bron Bron? Bron Bron. Ooh, just like that. All around player. Do everything. Play all five positions. With help. Top five wide receivers. <laughs> top five wide receivers. In order. <clears throat> right now. Today. Right and now. if you think you top five, put your name in. If you not, then just say like, yeah, yeah. I'm six, seven, eight, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Take me out of five. Yeah. All right, number one. I got to go Julio. Number two, DK. He ain't even say me. He said DK. He said DK. <laughs> I'm a different person. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, Hop. Yeah. You got Deontay. No. You got Deontay Adams. You got Devontae. Devontae. Devontae Adams. Excuse Devontae me. Adams my bad, four, bro. For sure. Number five, bro. It's a tie. It's a tie between. So you went De- Devontae four? Yeah. And five. And Odell, good. No, Odell's hurt right now. Okay. Stefan Diggs. Ooh, thank you. AJ Brown. No, yeah, give me one. He went to school and I should have real. It's a real top. See, that's, that's how it's, when you get the five, it's interchangeable. I, to me, the, the, the top five are interchangeable based on preference and who you like. Yeah. So give me your top five. I hear your top five too, because I know you study these receivers still. Uh, top five. Um, <laughs> bro, you retired, bro. You ain't playing in 20 years. top five. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll go with Julio first. I'm going to have to go with Devontae, number two. Mm-hmm. That's your baby. Um, three. DK is sitting right I'm going to wait on DK. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. I'm going to go with me, number three. Ooh. Me, number three. I'm going to go DK. Then I'm going to go D-Hop. That's just how it is. DK, four? DK, four after me, yeah. How you, how you feel about that? It's preference. <laughs> it's top preference. Five, top five. Bet, 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 I like it. All right, all right, what's your top five? Um, I already know who you're going to say number one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with Tate number one, obviously. Monte Adams, number one. Bam. Julio, Steph, Tyreek. I like Keenan Allen. I, I don't like he doesn't get the yeah, credit he deserves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and this year they've lost really, a lot, so, but yeah. yeah. I, I really don't. You got Mike Evans, man. You got so many good receivers and, and nowadays. That's, that's what makes it so hard. It's hard. I can go 10. And, and you're going to forget somebody. And you're going to forget somebody. And it's, it's disrespectful. And I don't like to do that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I was super impressed. I, this year, I said DK, mm-hmm. number one, right? Mm-hmm. Julio, much respect. And then halfway through the year, I start talking about you. I'm like, we're not talking about him enough. enough. Rookie of the year. Is it, rap, is it a rap? Or is it that boy Herbert out? Did you get it yet? Because they no. might as well give it to him. 
They might, might as well. They, they might as well. What you finish with? 1,400. 14-something. Broke Randy Moss's rookie record. Moss had 1,380-something. And Anquan Bolden. And yeah. Anquan. Talk, talk. And to be able to do that as a rookie, to be able to do it as a rookie is, I think it's difficult because yeah. the transition from college to the NFL, what was the difference? For me, I'm just saying me coming as a rookie to speed and I didn't even play my first year. So with you being able to do it, that shit is crazy. Facts. Yeah. I had 30 wow. catches my first year. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of difficult. Yeah. It was difficult for me just because like we didn't. We had virtual off season. Right. Like we had virtual camp. That so, makes it even worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we didn't really have to like hands on learning the plays. It was difficult for me learning the plays off of iPad. You know right. what I'm saying? We don't. We're not really walking through it. We're not working with the quarterback. So we didn't really start really running plays until with fall camp. You ain't feel no pressure of trying to f- have Stephon Diggs. I don't yeah. say. Did you feel anything there? No, not. Personally, no. Um, you know, everybody thought it. You know, me replacing Stephon Diggs. Am I going to be the next Diggs? I'm trying to be the next Justin Jefferson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not trying to be the next person that that I'm replacing. I'm trying to be my own player. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to act like nobody else. Just be myself. All right. In the show, top top three wide receivers in the game right now. Come on, Lex. Come <laughs> on. We know you. Come on, Lex. Ocho. He, he retired. I love Odell. Odell is one. That's what he's telling you something right there, but I, I don't know enough about football to Come do on, this. Yes, you do. You got Odell one. Two, three. Bet. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like that was good. Wait, if we play one-on-one, how many points do you think you'll score? Bro. Four to 11. All 11. Huh? 11. Like you win? Yes. I'm she winning. nice. For real? I never seen you play basketball. Oh, I can hoop. What? I you hoop. sure? Ask Westbrook. Really? So you know, no, no. you can't hoop. You can't hoop. What? No, huh? No shade though. Like the way football players play basketball is the worst. Why? I don't agree with that. Y'all are just so like aggressive. Oh yeah. Nah, I'm a finesse player. I ain't with all. I don't. I don't you, got LeBron, you got LeBron one right now. KD two. No. KD one. KD one. Yeah. Gotta be. James second. Steph has been playing well. Whoa, in front of Harden? He's playing well right now, bro. He's With nobody right around him. Uh, Luca. Luca. Luca balling. Hey, he, why does it seem like he it's moves so up. slow and everything works? You said slow? Like his, 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 his moves are so, so like. So slow. I can't watch him play Luka? in real Luka. time. And everything works. Yeah, he nice. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> From y'all experiences, anything y'all want to leave? Um, for the next wave of rookie athletes coming in or just athletes, period? Well, for me, um, confidence was a big thing for me. Um, you know, being a rookie, you kind of feel like, you know, you just below everybody, mm-hmm. you know, like the veterans, you know what I'm saying? You you know a lot of people that played and, and you know a lot of guys in the league. Um, but, you know, at, I, I just brought the confidence, you know what I'm saying? I, I play with confidence. I play with swagger. And that made me play as myself, you know what I'm saying? Play, yeah. play aggressive, play, um, you know, in my, my my right mind frame. You know, I wasn't overthinking everything. I just played with confidence. I, I knew what I was capable of doing, and I, I just did my own thing, you know what I'm nice. saying? That's As a rookie, I feel like you got to bring that confidence into your game. Yeah, 100%. And I always say, once you lose your confidence as a Anybody, but you know, talking about athletes, you're done. It's hell getting it back. Yeah, and it's but 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 here's here's what I would say to you too. Like, there's gonna be some times where you're gonna have to turn on that rookie film, seeing that 14 plus hundred yards, and be like, 
you know, I, I know who I am. And that never stopped fighting for your confidence. I love that answer. Um, don't ever let making it be the mountaintop. Ooh. Mm. That's a good one. I know a lot of people, once they make it to the league, you know, that's it. Like, I've made it. And I'm fighting for a gold jacket. That's my goal. Mm. God, that's a whole other conversation. I go. Legs give us something. That's a whole other conversation. For me, I think for rookie athletes and young athletes is just to continue to live in your truth and let your light shine. Um, I think this year, at least for our league and probably the NBA, that whole shut up and dribble narrative yeah. is over. Mm. So if you're passionate about something, if you believe in something, like you should speak it. There's enough avenues to let your voice be heard no matter what. Um, obviously, be respectful. You don't have to get ugly with things. But, you know, if something is weighing on you, if you feel like you need to speak up about something, that you should, you know, have the confidence to do that. And most importantly, mm. know your worth. Listen, we gave all the receivers hype, talked about some of the best players. But since we have two receivers here, best DB you face this year. Let's give somebody some credit. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen, that's love. Best DB you face this year. Uh, I have to say Lattimore. Ooh, mm. dogs. Yeah. yeah he he stepped nice. into his own. Man. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right, bet. Thank you guys. That was a great conversation. I like it. Nice. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pills. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike the skills, fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta like the wigging wheels straight up. But in the past bag, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.